All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai, and today I have Andy Dickerson of Good Egg Investments. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program, it's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Annie, welcome to the show. Ah, I'm thrilled to be here with you and your listeners, Vic. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, Annie is a good friend of mine, but she's also a real estate investing expert. She's had 15 years of real estate experience. She started Good Egg Investments with her partner and good friend, Julie Lamb. And now they have, you know, commercial real estate's totaling over $1 billion. That's right. $1 billion, guys. They've written books, investing for good. They are, you know, mentoring people all over the country in, you know, how to get into real estate and raise capital. And they're just magnificent people. And I'm so excited they're on the podcast. So Annie, welcome to the show. And let's just get right into it. Like, how the heck did you go from your previous career? I know you were in the corporate world into the real estate world. Yeah, well, you know, I never anticipated getting into real estate, actually. I, you know, all my life, I followed all the rules, got straight A's, went to an Ivy League school. And then as soon as I graduated, I, I, I did the quiet rebel thing. And I was like, mom, dad, I'm going to teach in inner city schools. <laughs> so I, mean, I started out as an elementary school teacher with Teach for America um, and really wanted to go down that path. I was, I was passionate about education, didn't know what I wanted to do in that arena, uh, but started out in the classroom on the front lines and um, loved teaching, loved it, hated the bureaucracy, but loved the kids, loved the teaching. And so I wanted to expand my impact. And from there, I went from teaching and then I got into game design. So I wanted to make educational games. And from there, I realized I wanted to get into um, more adult learning and development. So I got into corporate training um, here in the Bay Area, which is where I am now. And then a few years ago, um, a funny thing happened. My husband, once we moved to the Bay Area, he got into real estate as a reg residential agent. And as soon as he got into real estate, I was like, oh, well, 
crossing real estate off my list. I can't, we can't be that couple where we're both in real estate. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And so I'm watching as I, I knew nothing about business. I didn't grow up with any entrepreneurs around me. I didn't know any business owners. I was going to climb the corporate ladder. Um, and, but I watched him as he grew his business year after year and saw this tremendous growth. And one year, a few years ago, he asked me to help with his business. And I was so, I was like, uh, uh-uh, I don't have time for you. I'm focused on climbing the corporate ladder over here. I've got my next promotion coming up. I've got XYZ projects. I don't have time for you. Um, but maybe I'll read a book about real estate or something like that. So, um, and, and this is how much I didn't want to do it. I didn't even read the book. I read the Cliff's Notes version of the book. And uh, along the way, I stumbled across his website and realized, hey, this is something I can do because I was working as a creative director at the time. And so that summer, this was summer of 2017, I took it upon myself to redo his entire website. And (laughs) in the process of doing that, that's when I fell in love with real estate investing, not with the commercial stuff that we do now, but with um, just these smaller multifamily properties, which at first is what I thought we would do. I was like, oh my gosh, I should just quit my job and focus on investing in these small multifamily properties. But then- Where were you working, uh, Annie, at the time? I was working at a small company called Sweet Rush. And it was all, everybody was remote. Um, I was working as a creative director and we were creating trainings for companies like Google and uh, Facebook, now Meta. Um, And so like the onboarding trainings, the compliance trainings, that was us. Um, But we made them fun and gamified. Um, And so I really brought that experience into um, real estate. And so started first with the small multifamilies. And then as soon as I realized we had all these friends and family that were wanting to learn how to do what we were doing, um, but they didn't want to do the work, right? I, they'd say, teach me how to do what you're doing. And I'd say, okay, no problem. Here are the, you know, 24 steps you got to take. You got to find the market. You got to talk to the broker. You got to look at the numbers. You got to, you know, I'm going down the list and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do the work. I just want to put my money in. I want to put my money <laughs> in and have somebody else do the work. And then I'll share in the profits, go on with my life. And so I was like, ah, shoot, there goes another one. But then I had another, I had enough of these conversations that I realized, wait a second, there's a bunch of people out there who have the same problem. They all have money to put in and they want to put it into real estate, but they don't want to do the work. And so through that, that's how I discovered syndications. And once I discovered syndications, I was like, what? What do you mean the wealthy have been doing this for generations and just haven't told the rest of us? Okay, now I've got to focus. Now I can get on this and shout this out from the rooftops and tell the world about it. Is your husband uh, part of your syndication company? He's not. So he still runs his own residential real estate uh, business, but it's fun. You know, we have sort of tangential businesses. And so (laughs) uh, we're kind of leapfrogging each other. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, that's awesome. So tell me the role of partnerships in, let's say, in real estate investing and why that's so critical and maybe how to find the right partner. 
When I first got into this business, as many of us do, I thought, oh, how hard could it be? I've done a four unit property. Surely I just, I could do a 40 unit, same thing, right? It's just more units. Um, And I quickly, I quickly was handed my hat and was like, okay, wait a second. There's so much more to do. It's not just about increasing the number of units. It's a whole different ball game on the commercial side of things. And so I realized that each of the miniature things that I was doing on a four unit got to be really specialized once you got to the commercial side of things. And I quickly realized I couldn't do it all myself, or at least I couldn't do it well enough and still be responsible enough to my investors, because that's a big deal, taking investor money. It's not just my own money that I would be losing. Um, And so um, partnerships, as you know, are everything in this business. And um, it's finding the right people to complement your own skill sets, but also having the same mission and vision to go in line with what you're trying to create. And so I was very fortunate, literally the week after I quit my W-2 job, um, I went to a conference and that is where I met Julie, who's my business partner now. And uh, we both live in the Bay Area, but we met at this conference in Denver. Uh And, uh, you know, she and I, when you go to a commercial real estate conference, there aren't a whole lot of females and there aren't a whole lot of Asian females. (laughs) So she and I saw each other from across the room right off the bat. Love at first sight. That's right. And then we started talking about our mutual um, passion for helping women and moms to get into this business or not into the business, but get into investing so that they could create passive income for their families. And so from there, we realized we had complementary skill sets. And that's when we decided to partner up. That's awesome. Annie, let's take a moment and, and talk about like, you know, a lot of people are invest passively and then some people want to invest actively like uh how important is it to find uh investor niche uh so when you're speaking to your investor base they really resonate and they're able to translate that into people investing and you're connecting on a deeper basis and you're not one of the many you know when we started out um we all of our marketing was geared toward everybody Anybody who's got money, come on in. (laughs) We'll take you right over here. And pretty quickly, you learn when you're trying to please everybody, you actually attract nobody. Uh, Because all of our messaging had to be very generic. It because we weren't talking, we weren't talking to any specific people. We were talking to the masses. And when you think about the masses, you're like, oh, I can't say this because I'm going to offend these people. I can't say this because these people won't like it. And so you have to be very vanilla. And when you're very vanilla, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to invest with you. They're like, oh, this is just a generic brand. Um, and once we realize that the riches are in the niches, as they say, um, (laughs) and we realized that, you know, if we niche down and we just 
figure out not everybody, but specifically, very specifically whom we're trying to serve, then we can really hone in on our messaging. And so what what we then did was we created an investor avatar. Her name is Jen. We gave her a fictional family. We gave her a fictional job. We gave her a fictional husband, a dog, everything. We know everything about Jen. And um, Jen has now evolved with our business as well. But what Jen did for our business was once we had her in mind, everything in the business, not just our marketing, but everything in the business could then be honed in to her and what her needs were, what her aspirations were. And all of a sudden, we were attracting way more people than we had before and in a much deeper level because everything that we put out spoke to them and their needs. And the funny thing is, it wasn't just the gens of the world that we were attracting, but we attracted lots of dads. We attracted retirees. We attracted all sorts of people because our brand now had a personality. And so Mm. that was the difference. Yeah. I want to, I want to just stay on that topic for a second. So guys who are listening, uh, she just said some golden words. Your brand has a personality. It has an investor avatar. And it's not like a vanilla, oh, I take care of males 30 to 50 who live on the East Coast. That's pretty generic. It's like they know they gave it a name, that avatar a name, her aspirations. It's like it's, it's a living soul, this uh, avatar. And you look at everything through that lens, not just marketing, but like, you know, customer service, uh, all of it. And it's, it's just so authentic. And what I think what Annie's also saying is not only did they attract the right people, they repelled the people who are not potentially the right fit. And that you sort of want to be polarizing, like in friendships, you want to be, you know, amicable, but in business, you also want to be polarizing. You want the people who are your right fit and you're in part of your tribe inside and the rest of them are, they can be served by other people. So I love Annie, what you're saying. And it applies to, if you're a doctor, you want to know who's your ideal patient type and that's who you want to attract. Uh, if you're uh, an investor, then this this is obviously applicable. If you have another business line, same thing. So this is a universal principle that Annie just dropped on us. So thank you, Annie. Let's uh, let's get into um, all the good stuff you're doing. Like you wanted to be a teacher, and now you are one in a different way. Tell us tell us about that. Yeah, it's funny. I you know I, you couldn't get the education out of me if you wanted to. It's always been a passion of mine. Um, and so what really attracted as as soon as I decided I wanted to go down this syndication path and help others to get into this business, I very quickly realized, holy smokes, this is like a black box of investing. Most people in the outside world, they don't know how to they don't know what a syndication is. Never mind how it works, how much you invest, what you get out of it, what the risks are. They didn't know any of it. Nobody in my friend circle knew anything about real estate syndications when I started. And so that was my first job was I was like, okay, if I'm going to get into this business, forget about them investing with me or forget about me making any money off of this. Let me just first spread the good news of what I know. And so I started there just blogging about everything that I was learning, sharing, okay, how does, where does the cash flow come from? What are the different asset classes in a, in apartments and how does that apply to what you might want to invest in? How do you decide on markets to invest in? And I was just sharing what I was personally learning. And through that, 
they were like, oh my gosh, I get it now. Thank you for teaching me this. And now I'm ready to invest, right? They wanted whatever I offered at the other end. So through that, uh, coming from that place of service and really teaching first, that then attracted the right people to then say, okay, we want to invest with you. And that's what led to the eventual success that we had. Yeah, I think anyone who's been successful in this industry, they seek to educate and empower first, then they, you know, then they offer opportunities second. And again, notice we didn't say, hey, you know, invest with me or, you know, I want to take their money or you know, it's like offering an opportunity. What you're doing is you're providing value, deep value, uh, better than what a lot of things are in the marketplace, especially what we're seeing in the stock market right now with this huge bear market and swing. So that's that's so powerful. You want to educate and empower uh, people and, and, you know, they can invest with you, they can invest with anyone else, but it's the intention of being pure and just, just trying to up-level them first without asking anything in return, I think is why people resonate with Good Egg and resonate with you, Annie. Um, that's amazing. So let's talk about like, uh, how did you go from, you know, like helping work with other, you know, sort of sponsors or people to, you know, helping them uh, bring your investors to their projects to where, you know what, we're going to go take on the reins and do it ourselves. That was a big transition. Talk to me about the mindset that's needed to achieve that, that, that transition. Mm. So, yeah. So um, we started out, like you said, just, we'd bring, you know, we'd come in on a deal and we'd have a small role and maybe we'd bring, you know, a few investors and maybe we'd raise 500,000 or so. And then we did several of those deals and we started to build up a following and we said, okay, well, how can we have more of a role? Not just for us, but really for our investors so that they know that we have more of the responsibility, more of the role in these deals, more of the control um, so that we can better safeguard their investment. And so that's really where it came from, again, that place of service. It wasn't from a place of like, oh, we want more. We want a bigger piece of the pie. It was really like, okay, what's the next step now that we've got more investors and savvier investors and they're referring their moms and their friends and we've got more and more of this responsibility. So how can we then shoulder more of the responsibility so we have more of the control in these deals and in these partnerships? So step by step, we knew that that was the goal was to eventually gain more control so we can better protect and serve our investors. And so step by step, we started putting the pieces in place, like playing a chess game. So we said, okay, what's the next um, hire we need to make? Or what's the next partnership we need? And so it really took place over the series of years of time of us strategically saying, okay, who's the next person we need to bring onto our team? Okay, let's try this person. Okay, now how can we structure this next deal to be just a little bit different than our last deal? Okay, now let's use that as a stepping stone. Now let's build our track record. And it was really step-by-step, step, but we had that end goal in mind of that greater service to our investors. And I think that's the, the mindset that carried us through. That's so enlightening. Um, I don't know if you guys picked that up, but really she talked about starting with the end first. And that final destination, what it's not necessarily the final, but it's the destination that they had a year down the road, two years down the road, maybe six months down the road. Then they reverse engineered it out and they weren't overwhelmed with the whole process of looking, oh my God, 
if we want to go to there, that's going to be so much work. It's more like, all right, Julie, you do this. Annie, I'm going to focus on this. We'll divide and conquer. And I'm assuming Julie and Annie, uh, the two partners of Good Egg, are you guys similar or complementary more likely? Oh. <laughs> we are different on every aspect yeah. that you can be different on right. down to like tiny little personal yeah. things, but we get along well. And that's right. The key. And it's, and it's overlapping skill sets, but still mm-hmm. almost unique parallel skill sets versus, you know, they're doing replicative or duplicative skill sets. Number two, they realized to get to your dreams, you need a team. So they assembled a team slowly, but surely. And, you know, I'm sure, do they make mistakes? Yes. Did I make mistakes? Yes. We all make mistakes. But you still take action and, you know, use the best tools available. One of the things we like to use is the Discord, all these other things out there that help you identify the right people on your team. And by knowing what the role is first, then finding the team member, that's the way versus the other way around. And, you know, there's some episodes I've done in the past on podcasting on on teams and and hiring, but that's amazing. So you assemble the team, you, you started assembling your tracker, you assembled your wins, you started building that company of the future now. And you sort of grew into that role of becoming the sole operator of these deals. And look, if they did it for the sake of more money, more shares, more control, you know, that probably would have motivated them somewhat, but not to the level where, hey, look, if someone's grandma is putting their life savings into this investment, I want to see this investment through from A to Z. That is so like, you just have like a gut check when you know, like someone's life savings in your hands, you just want to take care of them. And I, I love that because that would motivate me a lot more than just like, oh, all right, here's another extra 50K or 100K, whatever. You know, that's that can motivate me for a week, but not like for years, you know. So that's that's another powerful lesson, uh, Annie. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what are some of the, you know, as we start wrap up here, give me some of the top two or three mentors in your life or, or people you look up to that you feel like, man, I would love to have a piece of that, their DNA or their characteristic and incorporate that and integrate that in my own like life and being? Oh my gosh. There are so many that come to mind. Um, you know, they say that spirit, that business is a spiritual game. And I didn't understand that until I got even a few years into business. I had understood from very early on through our mutual coach, Trevor McGregor, who is one of those people who is just incredible. Um, but he, you know, he taught me early on the, the importance of mindset and um, how if you change your mindset, you can change the the entire outcome, everything stems from that mindset. And so that really put me on this path to everything else, all the other mentors that we've had, we've worked with, you know, dozens of coaches at, by this point, uh, mindset, business, strategy, marketing, all sorts of different coaches. And, and what we've realized through it all is that, you know, we, we were really clay to be molded. We were, but we had to get to the point where we were ready to be molded. And that was the mindset piece was we came into this, as I mentioned, when I first got into syndication, I was like, 
I'm going to do this all by myself. I'm going to do every piece. I got this all covered. I don't need anybody, right? But as soon as I had that mindset shift where I said, okay, I'm going to surrender to this process. I'm going to, I, I know what I do well, and I'm going to contribute that piece. And I'm going to see, I'm going to put it out in the universe, what I want to ultimately contribute and the impact that I want to make. And I'm going to see how those pieces come to me. And as I made those mindset shifts and I had that trust, that's when all the things started falling into place. And so there's too many individual mentors to name, but there's, oh my gosh, we wouldn't be half of where we are today without all the people who have helped us along the way. That's awesome. I love the homage you paid to a lot of the people out there. That's great. And then, you know, the word, word that rung true when you said it was surrender. I was like, that is a powerful word. You know, people think it's a weak word, but to be honest with you, when you surrender, that means you have absolute faith that you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. And it's you, you're trying to be used up with your skill set for the for service of the greater good. And so that's, that's, that's beautiful. Um, I know you're going on vacation, just like I am over the summer. Um, what is one book that's on your audible or uh, on the, on your nightstand that you're going to take with you to dive into? Oh my gosh. If you could just see the stack of books, I've, I've recently got back, gotten back into physical books and I, it's just, I, I have a stack of books that I carry from upstairs, my bedroom at night. I carry downstairs, I carry into the living room and I carry in my car and it's just so many, um, so many and good. I'm finding good female voices as well, not just in business, um, but in spirituality and really reclamation. And um, so one book that I just picked up yesterday actually was um, I Didn't Do the Thing. Um, and I've never heard of this book before, but um, it looks really interesting. And that might be one I take with me is about the trap of productivity and how we all get caught in this like doing, 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 doing. And in the in today's society, you know that productivity gets um, caught up with our worthiness. You know, we think the more that we do, the more that we're worth. And in fact, it's in a lot of the downtime, in a lot of the processing time, in a lot of the um, the the leeway that you give yourself in your day-to-day -day life that the magic happens. And so I'm to over the last few months, that's something I've really been working on is to really take a step back and to see where my highest and best um, contributions can be rather than just doing, 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 filling my entire calendar. So that's something that I'm, I'm working on and something that I'm building toward. Yeah, that's a tough one. And uh, yeah, I, I call it white space and I'm trying to, you know, like, uh, you know, in the first half of my life, I was like, oh, I just want to be like super productive. Now, the second half of my life, I'm like, all right, how do I find time to slow down? Just, you know, in a way, there's a quote that slowing down, you can speed up, you know, or like find the white space where you get to read the good books. You get to just sit and just do nothing or be present with your kids or or think. Thinking is the most underrated activity in the world. And we very few people do it. So just thinking or just, you know, just, you know, uh, assembling your thoughts in such a way, like what are the next 10 years going to look like? You know, it's like that kind of deep stuff. So I love that. Um, and uh, if you haven't read it, uh, I'm going through Believe It by uh, Jamie Kern Lima, which is a really powerful biography. Uh, 
she's such and she's an inspirational female voice so i thought you might you might resonate with that one yes Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I first saw her speak at a Tony Robbins event. Oh, good. And we, that is a, her story is just incredible. We actually read that. I'm so glad you're reading that book. We read that as a team um, last year and oh, awesome. it's so, it's so yes. incredible, such an inspiration, but yes, stories like that is exactly, <laughs> that's what I want to fill my bucket with. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as we wrap up here, uh, what's the impact you want to have on the world, Annie? When I started out in this business, I always envisioned that one day, one day I would be walking down the street and anybody that I talked to would know the power of real estate syndication. And not only that, they would understand it and they would know that it's accessible to them, just like the stock market. And so that's the impact that I want to contribute towards is this wider conversation around wealth and the wealth gap and making sure that the ability to build wealth is accessible to anybody, which I think is more important now than ever. That's awesome. And uh, how can people get to know you, know your company, Good Egg Investments, your coaching program, everything? How, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, the best place to go is our website, goodegginvestments.com. If anybody is new to the world of passive investing, uh, we've got our free course for you there. We also have our book, as uh, as Vic mentioned at the top of the uh, the conversation. And um, for anybody who's looking for coaching specifically around um, raising private capital, we'll have information for you there as well. Oh, awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. This was a, a, an amazing interview. A lot of pearls. I recommend listening to it again. And uh, to all the listeners of the Limitless MD podcast, thank you again, guys, for making us one of the top moving podcasts out there. Until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.